Hi there, this is Alyssa from Unbusy Sane Supermoms, helping you handle the kids you already have and reach supermom status with ease. Today we have a bonus episode for you all about how to personalize your life with cycle syncing. We're bringing on a guest, Brianna Villegas, to talk about how cycle syncing actually helps you enjoy your life. Brianna is a cycle syncing coach who, when diagnosed with premenstrual dysphoric disorder, PMDD, applied her previous academic research training to find actionable solutions. After over seven years of experiencing the benefits of cyclical living, she is committed to helping other women learn how to harness their menstrual cycle so they can create the life they crave and feel good living it. Because when you align with your life with your cycle, everything gets easier. So hi, Brianna. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. I absolutely love your mission of getting your life and your cycle aligned because it's so true. That does benefit multiple areas of our lives. We're going to dive into some of those unexpected areas. But first, can you unpack for us this idea of feminine cycle productivity, what it means to work according to your body's rhythms and be okay with ebb and flow? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is such a big one because we are in such a go, go, go hustle culture. And so they're all are always these expectations of doing more, doing better, doing faster. And what learning about your cycle can help you do is see how going harder at certain times of the month are actually going to set you back. And it's going to be harder on your body physically, it's going to be harder on you mentally, and it's going to be less productive. And so learning when the best phase is to go hard, to put in the extra hours, to work on the side hustle, you know, to wake up early, Versus the days where it's like sleep in, have it be a slow day, have it be a pajama day, you know, whatever you need to do in order to make sure that you're coming back with that energy again, you know, that next week. And so how that looks across your cycle is the week that you're on your period is the menstrual phase. And that's the one where rest is so important and so valuable, especially as a mom, if you're running around with little toddlers or, you know, doing school drop offs and pickups and activities you're constantly on the go and so finding time and space to pause to rest even to slow just that like mental energy and even like tapping into your breathing of like am i pacing myself through this day can do wonders for you having energy the week after your period and not that kind of sluggishness being dragged out over time and then the week after your period is when that like hustle energy comes in and when you're most energized mentally as well as physically your appetite's lower your energy's higher so that's the time where you can really go for full force with your goals with you know your family activities vacations whatever it is that um you want to really dive into and then um around mid-cycle during that ovulatory phase is when it's the best time to do all things social communication it's also a great time to collaborate. So that's a great time. Like if you're trying to change systems in your family to bring everyone on board, it's a great time for those family meetings and get people's buy-in, how they can be a part of the process so that you don't end up in that the week after that when you're like, all right, we're organizing the house, we're decluttering, like that's where you're getting nitty gritty details. And if you haven't got anyone's buy-in, then you're pulling teeth or you get frustrated of like, why do I always have to do everything? And so any way that you can kind of bring people into that process before and prep them for what's coming, you know, obviously that makes everything so much easier. Yeah, that was a really great overview. 
And you have a podcast too. I was really intrigued when I saw your episode about food for cycle syncing. Give our listeners an overview of what foods we should be eating when during our cycles. Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing to understand with food is that your appetite and caloric needs is not the same every day of the month. Like I talked about with that week right after your period, appetite's a little bit lower. You don't need as many calories because your body's not doing as much work at a baseline level. And what I mean by baseline is this is like outside of any exercise you're doing, running around you're doing. It's kind of just like what your body needs, you know, as, as a baseline. And that is, so that week after your period, that's a little bit lower. So you might be able to get by with, you know, skipping a snack or having a lighter meal and not notice those effects. But what's really important to understand is the week to two weeks before your period is that caloric need is going up as your body is preparing the uterine lining and doing all of that fun internal and like invisible work. Our caloric needs and output are going up anywhere from 90 to 290 calories a day. So those are the times where you can't skip that snack and actually need to be intentional about making sure that you're getting calories, both just to keep your body running, but also to keep your mood stable. Because that's also the window where it's super common to hit the rut with PMS and, and feeling moody. And the biggest thing you can do to cut those moods is to keep your blood sugar stable. And so you can do that by introducing more complex carbs during those two weeks. So things like starchy vegetables, like sweet potato, squash, um, or adding in some more whole grains like rice and things to your meals and including snacks in the day that are like mini meals. So, um, you know, an apple with peanut butter or some nuts, you know, with a piece of fruit, something that's gonna be not just a quick carb that your brain might be telling you, right? Like the chips, the candy, like that'll that'll make me feel good. And it will initially, but it's not gonna keep you stable and consistent across the day. So any way that you can support that. And then around your period, that's a good time to introduce more like red meats um, bone broths, anything that's kind of that more like warm, cozy type preparation, because that's just going to be easier on your digestion and help restore those uh, minerals and nutrients that your body is depleting as uh, as you're bleeding. Yeah, that was really interesting. And I noticed in your podcast, you mentioned that exercise in a similar vein actually shouldn't be the same throughout our cycle. We actually have a logical reason to vary up our workouts. So what would you recommend to a mom who's trying out exercise cycle syncing for the first time? What should she be thinking about? Yeah, I love how you're saying like this logical reason to vary uh, what you're doing because it's it's so true that you need to be moving differently based on different phases and and it's also giving yourself permission to listen to what feels good for your body because again that week after your period energy is high so doing intervals doing um longer length exercises is going to feel really good and that's the time you're also going to feel like a lot more lean you feel lighter like this is great i could do this every day but then as you transition past ovulation to those weeks before your period your your body's busier doing other work like we talked about and so those workouts might not feel as easy to do and the other important component here is that your resilience to stress shifts so your body's going to produce cortisol sooner and in bigger quantities 
before your period than after your period. And what that means is that if you're already have a busy day going on and then you add in exercise and you're trying to push to your max reps or your max length or keep up with your the version of yourself that showed up at the gym the week before, you're actually gonna be putting more stress on your body and it's gonna deplete you of energy and just really be so draining and can contribute to hormone imbalances if your cortisol is getting spiked too high. And so the biggest thing is less about the specific exercise that you're doing as how are you listening to your body and modifying when you need to modify. And so some kind of guidelines for that is like that week before your period, keeping your exercise to 30 minutes or shorter is really the best thing you can do, especially if you're experiencing any kind of like PMS symptoms, any sort of imbalances. And the reality is like as moms, like there's just so much going on in your day already that trying to make that the season of life where you're pushing it in the exercise world is just not gonna be the best thing for your body at that time, unless you're feeling so good, right? But that's where you tune into your own individual capacity because everyone's a little bit different there, but really taking account the season of life that you're in as well. That was really good, thanks. And the other episode I thought was really intriguing was your vacation sinking one. I was amazed at how freeing it sounded. It's not like, oh, this set schedule, but tell us how to plan for vacations based on where we are in our cycles or how we adapt a pre-scheduled vacation that we plan based on our spouse or extended family's dates off work when we can't flex that to the phase of the cycle that we're in, ideally speaking. Yeah, I love those two examples because that's that's real life, right? Where a lot of times we're not really controlling the dates as much as we might like. If you do have that control, like if you're planning out, you're in charge of picking dates for the family reunion or the Disney vacation or whatever it is, um, The what you have the capacity to do is to think about what type of vacation is this? Is this a high energy vacation? Is it one that's gonna require a lot out of me on a consistent basis and plan out am I going to be in that more like first half of my cycle? So end of period to ovulation window. And when you start planning things out more like three, four months ahead, that's really what I recommend people to do is like not try and get specific to, I will be on day, you know, 13 of my cycle because it's normal for your cycle to fluctuate from month to month, a day or two. And like, you know, over four months that can turn into a week difference. So what I recommend is trying to just figure out, are you in like first half, energy where you know energy is higher and you're feeling a little bit better versus that second half energy where it's a little bit calmer more internal focus and then you can kind of set up dates that way of being like if i can try and fit this you know disney high energy vacation into that you know first half of my cycle energy but like you said more often than not there's set dates based on vacation days availability or you're coordinating with other families or grandparents And knowing ahead of time whether you're going to be in that first half or second half energy can allow you to go into that vacation with a real plan of how to support yourself. So are you going to plan like we're going to be busy in the morning, but we're always going to have a quiet time or nap time scheduled out in the day, and that can be just you, it could mean that you know, dad's taking the kids to go swimming so that you can have a little bit of rest time, it could mean that hey, we're all doing quiet time, we're going to watch a movie or, you know, something in the hotel room. Um, And I think it also just gives you a lot of grace with yourself to know what you're going to need in that process. 
and when you're going to have the days where you can ask for that support and you know manage your energy levels across that trip and also know the the parts of the trip that it's like this is going to take a lot but it's also going to be really fun and it's going to be these magical memories and like I'm just going to make sure I have snacks and water and I'm like hydrated so that I can be as present as possible to be a part of it because the point is never to isolate or not be involved right and how can you show up as your best self on that day um, within any situation thanks i'm definitely going to use that because i think i scheduled my next trip for a second half of cycle energy so yeah <laughs> and a little I think mental like prep communicating that to you know your spouse or whoever is on the trip and not having to go into this is the day of my cycle that i'm on necessarily but like I'm going to be a little lower energy this week. So, you know, this is how I want to set it up or this is when, you know, I'm going to not participate in something or let's split off and I'm going to have one kid instead of three kids. And, you know, how much more freeing and light that is sometimes when you've added on kids, you're like, oh, two is easy now. Three. <laughs> yes, definitely. So would you tell our listeners where we can find you and if you have anything for them to take action steps on this? Yeah, so the best place to connect with me is on Instagram. Um, my handle's at Brianna Viegas Coaching. And I've shared um, a freebie with you for your audience that is how to get you started tracking your cycle. And it's really the place I encourage people to start because you can't start optimizing anything until you get familiar with what your current pattern's on. So what that shows you is how to actually track and identify, you know, your period, follicular, you know, all of these phases when they're happening for you, and also has some printouts for different sort of like energy and things to start paying attention to and notice. Because beyond that sort of handout, I think the best thing that you can do to get started is start with a daily check in. And if you can journal that great, if it's just something that you do in your head, just start to be more aware of your energy, the things that are irritating you that day, the things that you want to do that day and start noticing those patterns so you can one give grace to yourself like in the moment that like okay i have this on my schedule today it's not what i want to do but we're gonna you know breathe through it and, and get it done um and not feel frustrated if it takes a little longer than you would want it to um but give yourself grace in that and then as you get more familiar with those patterns then you can start thinking ahead and say like oh next time that i'm in this energy this is how i'm going to set up you know, my calendar, my social calendar, the kids schedule, um, so that I'm better supporting myself in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brianna. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. Bye for now. Have a wonderful day.